Kirk Cousins, is he good as gone next year? Thanks for checking out the DMV Sports Roundtable one day after the deadline as the Redskins and this quarterback failed to come to a long-term deal. I'm Dimitri Sotis with George Wallace, Jamal Bowens, Chris Cheon. The regulars. Guys, we'll get 16 games out of this man at least, right? Georgie? I'm not one, guaranteeing once, that. Not even that? I'm not guaranteeing that. I, I, really? I, I mean, he won't I'm play this season? I'm not guaranteeing that he's going to play all 16 games because this what, now— he gets hurt? No. Really? Maybe, maybe, maybe they they know that this this thing is done and it's sailed, and by the end of the year he's not starting. If you're trying to look at somebody else, who are if you they're looking out at? of the playoff race, yeah, wait, 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 I would let, understand. Let me go that. back. Who else are you looking at? Who else on this this roster? Who else that, are you looking at? I'm just because I, you. I, let me say this now for all the Colt McCoy stands and all all the uh, Nate Sudfeld fans. If Kirk Cousins is not your franchise quarterback going forward after this season, then your franchise quarterback is not on this roster at all. Yeah, that's true. I'm going to go on. I'm not even a limb. I'm just, that's that, fact that, to me. That's not a limb. That's, no, I, that's what I say. It's not a limb. <laughs> to me, that's just fact. Listen. It's fact. Listen, Nate Sudfeld's on this roster for a reason. I said that last year. Doug Williams said this year, if he's playing like this now, he'd be a first or second round pick. What all do they have loved Nate for whatever reason and Doug exactly was part of this last for year. whatever reason and what is that a reason I don't know because whatever what, what I Look, saw from Jay him, thinks, I haven't seen enough Jay no of course you haven't seen enough you no seen I'm anything. even going back I'm talking about going back to college yeah because no. his his running back was who Chris was Howard from the Bears yes okay so when you looked at at Indiana that offense ran primarily through Howard. Nate Sudfeld's arm was an afterthought he does have some arm talent but he's he's showed me minimal, if anything, of course. that he deserves a shot. But Jay still, and Colt McCoy you know, Jay, is what he is. Jay thinks he can win with Colt McCoy. If, if Colt McCoy didn't have the injury That's history... That's insanity. If Colt didn't have the injury history... No. I, I, he's, he's a guy. I'm just telling you. He's just a guy. So, one scenario is, uh, whenever Cousins is gone, everybody just moves up a slot? Well, that's one Colt scenario. is the starter and Nate think, is the backup? Yeah, but I don't think you can do I, that. No, no I, I think what you I do, you, can do you have to take your number one pick and you have to draft the quarterback, whether that's uh, Sam Darnold from USC, whether it's Rosen from uh, UCLA. Even though, if they do have a pretty good season, and I, I would, I think they would probably hover around maybe eight and eight, or maybe a little better, possibly if if a, a couple of other things, intangibles on this team come together, because the talent is there on paper. There's some other things health wise. And some of the things you're going to get from Allen and Anderson and some of these other new pieces, the Swearinger and some of these other guys coming in, but they can be a sneaky good team <laughs> if they do have a you know 500 or better record. If you want those two quarterbacks, you got to trade up, and that's the other obstacle in 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 drafting a quarterback. Because to me, those are the two best. I love Lamar Jackson, but he doesn't fit in the system. Somebody like Sam Bradford or Alex Smith, Teddy Bridgewater, if if healthy, Bridgewater. I'm just looking at the Redskins' schedule right now, and if your scenario plays out where you're saying that they would try Sudfeld or look at Colt McCoy, Redskins have the seventh hardest schedule coming into the 2017 season, starting out the gate with Philadelphia, the Rams, Oakland, Kansas City. I mean, all winnable. Seattle, Dallas, Philadelphia again, who's better? New Orleans, Minnesota. I mean, that's a tough task uh, coming into this year, boys. I'm worried you just that say if Philly this. was better. I like the strides <laughs> that better? I think Carson Wentz is going to emerge as a top ten quarterback this year. Wow. I like what I've seen out of him in the limited you know season that he's has played. I think he's got some development. I don't like Doug Peterson as a head coach more. I think Jay Gruden's a better head coach than Doug I don't Peterson. Think it's, my question is not necessarily with Wentz. My question is with the mm-hmm. names you brought in the wide receiver. They sound nice. 
Yeah. But Alshon Jeffrey is often injured, if not suspended, for these nice. four games of, of the year. <laughs> you know, he he's out of it. You don't know if you're going to get 16 out of him, whether it's through suspension or through injury. Torrey Smith, was it just an anomaly that it was just bad quarterback play that he dropped off when he went to 49ers? Or did he really lose a step? Because he didn't look like the Torrey Smith that I saw in Baltimore at all. So my question is, with, with the wideout still and the running game, yeah, I don't know. Running game. Legarrette Blunt is a he's good in the red zone. Fantastic season last year. I would love to have on my fantasy team this year. But the rest of the running game, Matthews and Sproles is what he is. I'm not sure how that goes. I think it's fair to say they'll at least split. You know, I could be wrong there, but I think Philadelphia is a team that they'll probably split these two games. But I'm just looking at these. San Francisco is the only game that I'm in the Rams. Rams. Two games I'm circling saying that's that the Redskins. Country, that's cross country. That's true. That's, that's cross a, that's country a with a solid defense in uh, in L.A. for certain. We'll see what kind of steps Goff makes. But I think I agree with you guys in that if this team is out of the playoff race couple weeks to go, yes, we would see Sudfeld over McCoy. That, that is if that is if this team, which I believe, doesn't want Cousins the long term deal. That's if that's if they are and, really moving on from him, which by all signs get what, what on both sides, what gives you any indication that the Redskins actually want him there is a, none. and B that Cousins wants to be here long. You can tell me it's not about the money and you want to play on a one-year deal and you want to wait six months to see what this organization he is going to no do. He has no incentive. Because of, because of turnover. He has zero incentive. None. He all he, he, he As he mentioned, that he mentioned a number of guys that are on one-year deals, and that's the way the NFL is. That's fine. There's a lot of guys on this team on one-year deals. That's fine. But you're telling me... That if the, they would come up and get, or guarantee you eighty whatever some million dollars, if they guarantee you Andrew Luck money, you're not going to take it. I don't know why you wouldn't, but right now because the, he doesn't want to be here. Well, th- that could be the case, and the way the Redskins have botched this whole thing is that he's they have left no one sitting for him to sign long term. Oh. They've given him all the leverage, and and it's they they've messed it up. If they would have followed Scott McLuhan and sign him in 2015 when he urged them to do it, Correct. we wouldn't be in this mess. But hindsight is 2020. But my thing is this. If you don't want him, it doesn't take you two years to evaluate if a co- if you think that's your guy. If you think that's your franchise quarterback going yeah. forward, it doesn't take you two seasons oh, to do no, that. Oh, no, all this about we were waiting. And last year you wanted waiting, to wait. What do you wait for? Last but he, year, he is last a year. conundrum. He is a conundrum. He used to throw picks and yeah. still has thrown. He, still, he didn't look, come through me, last season. Listen, He's not an excellent, excellent quarterback. You're right. And but that's there's always idea. a question that's, mark there. That's fine. He didn't win the big game last year. The thing is, you're not going to, you know, is he is he top five, top ten? I don't think he is. I don't but, know. The, what the market and what this league dictates is you have to pay him. See, that and day. that's the thing. The market you has franchised him for two years. Right. The so, yes, is, you're, to your point, it shouldn't take you this long to no, figure it out. it shouldn't. It if shouldn't. you're competent. Yeah. And let's, <laughs> let's, let's, let that be the caveat. If you're competent in the front office, which, which we clearly are not. Right. But to Dimitri's point, Derek Carr is still... He had a great season last year. Rookie season was You don't know what you're going to get in Derek Carr mm-hmm. in the in small sample size. He got paid. Andrew Luck, as, as highly touted number one pick as he has been, he has been up and down, injured, and all over the place in, in, in his tenure with Indy. He still got paid. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't necessarily matter if you're up and down or if you know, you know this guy is a surefire uh, number one quarterback. 
they're getting paid because that's what the market dictates. Correct. That's right. the cost of doing business in the NFL. We had right. this conversation about the crazy uh, Ryan Tannehill deal that he got right. a couple of years ago. What has that guy done in the NFL to deserve but, his huge contract? But the contract? thing is, we are we are paying these the NFL is paying these quarterbacks. Based solely, not solely, excuse me, based more on potential Mm -hmm. than what they actually did. And Kirk is going to rest on his numbers. That's Kirk. Like I said, Kirk, whatever, man. I felt like Bruce Allen today. I called him Kirk. (laughs) 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 But he's resting on his numbers, which to me is a lot of fluff. Yeah. Because well, it's it's it looks good on paper, yeah. but is is it winning games? But is it getting senior, you in the playoffs? And it's, and it's not correct. And, it's, and then, you know they're setting the passing yards and touchdowns fine. It but that's your good. point. If you were competent and you would have just locked him up a couple of years ago before right. he, you know, and based on that, then you could have gotten him for sixteen, seventeen million dollars. Yeah, absolutely. And, and you don't have to worry about any of this. And you yeah. just you're moving forward, building your football team. But listen, he and it, and as petty as this may be, he is a Shanahan guy. Yeah, from two thousand twelve. Mike Shanahan drafted him. Dan Snyder, Bruce Allen, can't stand Mike Shanahan. As petty as that is, I don't put that well, past not them surprising. That whole thing yesterday, and I was going to say this before, Bruce is a very petty man. He has put it on full display this entire offseason. This is the summer pettiness starring Bruce Allen. <laughs> he is the, that whole thing calling him Kurt four or five times yesterday. Just the fact that he put the numbers out there. I've never seen a team have a quote-unquote press conference and discuss the parameters of a deal, especially with a player that did not accept the deal in public. Of course, it gets leaked through the media because they, you know, they they have their people that they talk to. And in the day and age we live in, in social media, numbers are always out there. Schefter or somebody, Darlington, everybody is is leaking this and that. But I've never seen a GM or president or whatever he wants to call himself these days get up in front of media and discuss a deal that was done behind closed doors or, or something that was. Um, proposed behind closed doors, which was not accepted, then talked about in front of the media. I've never seen that before. To me, that was beyond petty. And going back to the way he handled McLuhan's situation, the whole thing is it's petty. And it's, it's egomania and it's pettiness at its highest degree. I've never seen this before. Well, I just don't like any... I couldn't agree with you more. The fact that Kirk Cousins has to go on the fan this morning and right. explain his side. Bruce Allen has to go and tweet a whole statement with a piece of paper and give his side of the story. You're absolutely right. It's petty, and it's not how professional grade A organizations operate. You don't see this out of New England. You don't see no. this out of Green Bay. You don't. I mean, at this, I would say Dallas, but... You don't you, see this up the road in Baltimore. No, you don't see this up the road in Baltimore. They, they keep these issues in-house and that just does not seem to be the case here you have you know Adam Schefter now going on with Chris Cooley I guess you know as part of this organization still call what you want but that he should trade uh that the Redskins should trade Kirk Cousins right now I'm interested to see what you think about that you if, wouldn't get, what are you gonna get from Ham Samson that's ham sandwich. you can't get nothing for him right now because if we've seen this before when teams know that someone is that a player is going to walk They'll either stay away or they'll give you the bare minimum, you know, just maybe just because you have a relationship with them and you've done business in the past. But most teams will stay away if they know that, okay, I can get him on the free agent market. I may have to bid with somebody else, but I don't have to give up any assets to get this player. So it'd be stupid for any other team to 
entertain you know any calls about and think about Cook it if right you're now. going down the list of t- nfl teams here besides shanahan and the 49ers what other team really would make sense that you're not trying t- they there either have one. a quarterback that they're building that's a rookie now right. that they're trying to develop like houston like cleveland chicago like chicago or you're in a position like uh, the jets who to me you're you're going to be one of the worst teams in the nfl this year you're probably going to tank and you're going to grab darnold as you mentioned right uh in the draft so i don't really know you're right to that point there's just not a lot of fits right now for Kirk and, Cousins. And going back to this, the the, the uh, press conference or whatever you want to call that, that that Bruce held yesterday, to me it's it it's petty and it's also um, almost pompous in a way because the way he put it out there, the way he said it was going to be a historical um, yeah sort of contract. Now you might have been able to get over with that. In the '80s, when all we all we had was to go through uh, the newspaper, the Washington Post sports section, you know, we don't have, we didn't have the information on the ready as yeah. we do right now via Twitter and other outlets. Yeah, that that was and, torn apart like then, almost exactly, right away, almost immediately. Then we look at the numbers, like, wait a minute, this is not historical. Where this is a low ball is what this is, and to me, that's him. You're almost telling your fan base, your fan, you think your fan base is stupid. Yeah. First of all, now. We are emotional. We are, uh, what's the other word I'm looking for? Erratic erratic or irrational. Irrational (laughs) at times. But one thing, the majority of this fan base is not. And we do have a couple knuckleheads out there. I love you, Redskins Nation. But (laughs) we are not stupid. Mm -hmm. And for him to float that out there, like we are not going to look at these numbers and see that historical, this is not. This is a low ball deal, and Kirk was in every right to turn his nose up at it. You know, we're not a dumb fan base. Don't try to pass that off to us like, you know, we're going to take that smoke screen. We've seen enough dog and pony shows from Dan Snyder's regime for so many years. We peep it out as soon as you do it. You <laughs> see right through it. So we, we, we're not with those games anymore. Right. We've seen it too many times. I'm going to. Take the Redskins' perspective for a moment because I think it's important for balance. Kirk Cousins might be holding all the cards right now, but if he has a lackluster or, God forbid, horrible season, all of a sudden the Skins are holding the cards again, aren't they? Kind of, sort of. Kind of, sort of. Because it's still in a state where it's if, if it's irreparable, it doesn't really matter what he does. Because, I mean, he still walks away with the money from the franchise tag. And even if he has... A down year? You think Kyle Shanahan still doesn't want him? You think Kyle's like, you know what? He had a down year in that system. But if I put him in my system that went to, that took Matt Ryan and the Falcons to a Super Bowl, if I put him in my system, every coach thinks that way. They can take a player and put them in their system and coach them up, and you'll have different results. So I think from the standpoint of the 49ers still desiring to have them on the roster, I don't think that's going to make a difference. Yeah, and if you look at the 49ers, not to interrupt you, Dimitri, but I'm looking at their depth chart now, and we know that Brian Hoyer's their slated starting quarterback. Yeah, that is no not idea who's going to be the quarterback. That is not going to be your future. Matt no. Barkley, I think, had a 
tryout last year towards the end of the year with the Chicago Bears and what did he do against the Washington Redskins through five interceptions exactly. it was a dismal game I think that pretty much sunk any chances of him being a starting quarter not to say that one game was but that was his audition and he failed it well, he has a terrible body of work yeah and he's dealt with those shoulder issues and I think since college and he might be over them 100% but man talk about a guy who fell from grace who used to be when he was a freshman at USC talk about number one pick even sophomore year then he had the shoulder issues it was never mm-hmm. really translated into the NFL so the 49ers set up perfectly for this next year. I just, uh, but certainly, Dimitri, to answer your question, what if he has sort of a lackluster season? Then, yeah, the Redskins sort of do still have uh, their cards, but I think, as Jamal alluded to, you know, in a Kyle Shanahan system, once again, I think Kyle could probably say, well, you know, he, I can coach him up, I can get right. his mechanics. Because one thing that, that, that I go back and forth on Kirk, man, didn't we watch him sometimes, Dimitri, we went to the games, and his mechanics would look off, and he would make stupid yeah. reads mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And you that, look at his eyes, you guys all brought up the, the uh, I don't want to say the fear, but the unsure yeah. look. I, you yeah. know, does Kyle think that he can solve that sometimes? That's a question, I guess, that he remains must. to be. Well, well any, like I just said, any coach feels that way, that they can take a player and put him in under their tutelage and in this in their system, and they can turn it around until that player proves otherwise. So until that point, every coach thinks that they can do that. But as, as you guys said, he could just as easily run the risk of ending up with Cleveland or the Jets. The anti-Max you know. Scherzer who, who bet on himself, and that ended up working out for him if uh, Kirk Cousins ends up kind of uh, struggling well, let me say this, this year. Though. I think, and, and, and I'll let you go on the second, George, I think personally, I think he balls out this year. I, I really do think. Well, that then, then, then everything's golden for him. He can. I think he does because he's we've he's not the only one on that offense. Prior is also on a one year contract and in a situation where he wants to get paid and a, a couple of other guys as well. So he's not the only one playing for his livelihood, if, if, if you want to say that might be a little drastic, but he's not the only one playing to get paid. So when you group him with Pryor, who wants to have a breakout year and get paid like a number one wide receiver, those two are going to push each other, I think, in my personal opinion, to have breakout seasons. And I think Terrell Pryor could help potentially. I mean, I know he only played quarterback at Ohio State and never really and didn't make it in the NFL. I but know you're not going to say he's going to play quarterback. No, that's not what I'm saying. I'm just thinking that it, it's a good – I love that Terrell Pryor's <laughs> here. I can't, I can't reiterate that enough. He's played the position before, right. so at least it will be, hey, Kirk, let's get on the same page. Right. I think so, that's going to help Kirk. Yeah, I do I really, too. And, and Kirk has said already that having a, a wide receiver that sees it from the quarterback's perspective already – Helps him out. So I, I think that will help him uh, develop a little bit. But go ahead, George. I, Did, uh, well, I was going to say the only way I think that this somehow relationship mends itself is mm-hmm. if he has a bad year. Okay. I can see And that. then he's like, oh, you know what? Maybe I will sign a long-term deal if they yeah. want or they want to get him back. But that, I think that would be, I think, one of the only ways that – and, and I, I see how this, that scenario doesn't make sense, you know, if he kind of comes back down to earth, yeah. you know, so to speak. Because right now, you know, he's... But then again, like, with this team, if he comes back down to earth and the Redskins are like, ah, we don't want you anyway. Well, that's the thing. He, we, as fans, we want him to ways. do great. Yeah. Even if it's the swan song. We well, want I, a great I, season, well, right? We talked about this off air. I, this is not, to me, it's not basketball. I don't root for one particular player. I root for the team. Okay. So if, if he is, you know, doesn't want to be here out the door, fine. Just perform. I really don't care. I'm indifferent to the situation. Either well, way. I was going to ask you as a fan, are you so? And, I'm, not, I'm, and, I'm done jumping off the roof with this team. I was finished with that years ago. Okay. So if if he stays, cool. If he doesn't, I treat it almost like 
when we discussed the Arthur Porter situation, mm-hmm. when uh, he had the offer sheet with Brooklyn, if you want to take that money and go to Brooklyn and rebuild or do whatever they do down there, go right ahead. If you want to take that money and go with Shanahan with the 49ers, yeah. go right ahead. But on paper, roster-wise, you are in a better position to win with this particular yeah, team that's the than thing you too. are. So yeah. if you want to take your money and run, by all means, brother, I don't mind, go get paid. But if you want to win, you're in a better situation to do it here. But I'm not going to stop. And I'm not going to. But remember, stop it's not about the money paid. to him, which we'll find out. It's always about the money. That's my point. But he's already, already got a lot of money. Well, and, and you know, you can say it's not about the money, but you're telling me if the Redskins didn't offer he you. He had a brand new baby on the way. You know it's about the money. If the Redskins didn't offer you 88 over uh, Andrew Luck, you weren't going to take it? Well, you know what? If he gets, and we said this last week, if you get offered Andrew Luck money, if you get offered Derek Carr money, because I, I'm not going to sit here and, uh, and say that I don't think Kirk Cousins is better than Derek Carr at this point. No, no, no. Not coming off of last season. Yeah. And then we, we me and Dimitri talk about this uh, off air, but you have two quarterbacks that you have, okay, have set the market. Matt Stafford also needs to get extended between now and next offseason. Uh-huh. Now you're throwing in. Another set of numbers that uh, Cousins' agent can use as comparables, and I had this conversation with Demetrius, like when you're buying a house and you look around the comparable houses mm-hmm. and, and, and mortgages around the neighborhood. So when you're looking at contracts that you want as a quarterback, you're looking at Carr, you're looking at Luck, you're looking at Stafford when he does get his extension, and you're using those. That's why I don't understand Bruce Allen with this. The market is set. You can't don't start tweaking numbers and come with these fake historical you know things that when we break them down and forget the injury it, it, money it's, it's a low ball so the market is set yeah maybe uh, the taxes in California will scare off Kirk Cousins <laughs> that's they, they, they showed like the Derek Carr money how much more he's going to be making uh, that he's playing in Las Vegas look Kirk's yeah. a smart guy California. he's played this entire thing right and as far yeah. as the business is concerned he's make he's doing it the right way I have no problem with that and he's saying all no. the right things but you know. At the end of the day, at some point, look, as far as I'm concerned, at some point, at the end of the day, yes, the market has dictated it, but if in my quarterback, at the end of the day, he needs to win games, you're supposed to win at home. Yeah. You're supposed to, you try and get this team to the playoffs. Yeah. You have to get, the, at some point, you have to get this team to the playoffs. My thing is this, and, and this is, is... Would you be under less pressure if you go to San Francisco with that team rebuilding? Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Much less. Now is 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 Kurt? That's another question. Is he built for that? And I've always questioned. Good point. You know, is is he built for that spotlight? I'm not sure, and the jury's still out on that. But in terms of this whole situation, what I don't want, I don't want to have a player, whether it's a quarterback or anybody, to hold the team hostage from moving forward in the future, from being able to pay guys that 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 need to be. Uh, Breland is coming up, and some other guys' contracts are Spencer coming up. Spencer Long's coming up. Spencer soon. Long's coming up. Be able to resign your own guys, to be able to bring in other free agents. Like I said, there's a bunch of guys: Zach Brown, Pryor, Gallette, and and some other guys that are on one-year deals. Yeah. If any of those guys ball out, then they deserve to get paid. And is my quarterback hamstringing me from right. being able to sign these guys and bring them in as cornerstones and and be able to move the team forward? Now, now I'm not saying he's doing it at this moment. But I don't want to see it get to the point where you're holding the team hostage. I'll see you later. All right. Chris Chion checking um, out. You can follow us on Twitter at DMV Sports Round One. 
Also, find us on iTunes, the Podcast One app, podcastone.com, and WTOP.com. We're not done, guys. We're not done. I just kind of wanted to use that as a transition. Um, Let's talk about this season, though. I mean, is there a lot to look forward to? It might be a a great season, even if if it all busts apart at the end of the season. It's unfortunate that this is going to take, you know, and it may not. I mean, we went through this last year as far as the question. I don't... I don't think the questions will come up. It's the same dance as it was last yeah. year. We'll go through it again at the end of the year. But I think there are a lot, obviously, a lot of question marks going into this season, with uh, especially you know on both sides of the ball. I mean, there's, really. there's a lot of potential. I think a lot of this talk kind of goes away as we get into camp, just like it did last year. Yeah, yeah. as we get into camp and get into the preseason, and because there are there are a lot of interesting um, position battles, a lot of things to look at. You know. We talked about prior earlier, Doxson's health, Junior Gallet's health, uh, Sue Cravens transitioning to uh, free safety, DJ Swearinger, a brand new uh, strong safety, mm-hmm. Jonathan Allen, yeah. the rookies, him Rookie. and, and Anderson, and Fabian Moreau, uh, Kendall Fuller. How does he transition? Does he step up in the slot and, and really become the player that they thought they were getting coming out of Virginia Tech? I mean, there are— Don't forget Trent Murphy's out first it, four it, games. Exactly. But that's the thing. Yeah. I think even with Trent Murphy out, can Preston Smith get back to where he was his rookie year? Correct. Can Junior Gallette be healthy? Ryan Kerrigan is what he is. You know what you're going to get from Ryan mm-hmm. Kerrigan. And the rookie Anderson out of Alabama. You throw Murphy into that mix. To me, if everyone is healthy and Preston Smith plays how we've seen glimpses of him playing, mm-hmm. and Anderson you know, is the stud that he was coming out of Alabama, to me that's your strongest group. On the defense, yeah, those pass runners can be very exciting. So there are there are stories all around that I think when camp really gets the running back situation, running back, yeah, does P Ryan, P. Ryan push Kelly? Kelly, yeah, what happens with with Matt Jones? How long does he stay on the roster? Josh Doxson. exactly. Where, where were you, Jones? I just said Josh Doxson. Did you just say Josh Doxson? Yeah, I said a bunch of stuff. Oh. So I might have lost <laughs> you in the mix. But yeah, D- Doxson's health most definitely. Uh, Jordan Reed, does he stay healthy? Attention. I mean, there's there's storylines all over the place. So I think once football is actually being being played and they're actually practicing and we're seeing these guys on the field, then like you said, that that Kirk Cousins stuff is going to die down. And if it, and if and if they're not playing well and Kirk's not playing well, then towards the end of the season, the questions will come up about they'll come up again. What's going to happen as we get towards the end of the year? But I think. Yeah, I mean, it's it's going to be – and you hope it's focused on the field because he is here. I mean, this is it. He's here now. He's playing this year on a one-year deal. That's it. But to me, outside of this, and to, to answer your initial question, Dimitri, there are a lot of question marks, but potentially there's a lot of excitement that can potentially surround this team. I think this team could be sneaky good yeah. if certain things fall into play. Yeah. There are a lot of caveats. There are a lot of question marks around certain people's health – how uh, certain players acclimate to uh, one first year as an NFL player and Jonathan Allen. Um, guys switching uh, positions like Sue Cravens. What happens with, with D'Angelo D. Hall? Hall? yeah. You know, but if some yeah, of these... Yeah, Jay Gruden's calm plays again. That's yeah, different. And exactly. If some of these things come together, it could potentially be a very exciting season. So I don't, I don't want people to be, you know, down on what could potentially happen this season with what's going on right now off the field. Yeah. If you look at the roster and, and how it's constructed, and there are some question marks, definitely, but there's a lot of potential. I mean, to me, Doxson and Pryor could maybe end up with 10 touchdowns apiece. It's possible, yeah. you know, with this group. So there's a lot to look forward to. 
uh, July 2018, say we're moving ahead one year from now, hopefully still doing this podcast. What are we talking about in relation the to one year Kirk anniversary. Cousins? The one-year anniversary yeah. of the podcast. Right, right. What are we talking about as far as Cousins? Oh, you know, he's gone now, or um, what, you know, what's your prediction? Are you, are you, what my prediction will be? Yeah, like what What will we be talking about think, one, one year from now? I think he will be starting to, uh, to head to training camp for another team. I can see that happening. Um, I think we'll, we'll be talking about the quarterback that we drafted in the first round. And what and you know what? That's not so bad. No. Look over in Dallas. You can win with a rookie. If you have a solid defense, well first of all, they did not have. Their defense was suspect still. If you have a but you do, do need to have a good defense, solid running game and offensive line, you can win with a rookie quarterback. It's not that bad. And you're right. And and the thing is and, and we're talking like we're acting like the Cousins has won back-to-back Super Bowls. Right. And they're not paying him. They didn't make the playoffs last year. He had two chances at home, and I get it. It's everybody. But he, he you know, he was a big part of that. Yeah. He had two games at home last year to try and make to, to win a to win a game to get to the playoffs. If things don't go well this year and they miss the playoffs, okay, that's back-to-back years and a playoff game lost two years ago. So it's not like you're going to be replacing Tom Brady. I'm exactly. sorry. It's just and, and also, if you look at the last two seasons, Kurt is a notoriously slow starter. Mm-hmm. He does not get off to very good starts early in the season. You've seen that the last two seasons. He looked terrible against Pittsburgh. This year, he's it, got, it took him, what, maybe three to four three weeks, weeks to get yeah. into a rhythm. And he's going to miss a game this year, maybe. His babies do week two. Yeah, so if, if I'm paying Who's you. Who's going to start that game, Dimitri? If I'm paying you. Huh? Huh? Uh, huh? I, I, I thought you said that the, uh, the spouse would give him wide latitude to play his season. Well, but yeah, that's, but that's to, like to not sleep. staying up late and yeah, stuff. Yeah, that's sleep. like sleeping. Not necessarily but, but, to miss the But when the, the baby's born. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I, I didn't mean that this was like 1965 <laughs> and that you sit in a bar and wait for somebody to tell you your baby's born. We want them to play regardless, you know. And if it was us, you know, we probably wouldn't be at work. But right. But we want them to show up. Right. But that's a whole nother, that's a whole nother it's thing. It's going to be interesting. We'll see. It's going to be very interesting to see how this all plays out because I still I don't think – you know, bottom line is I don't think the Redskins want him here long term, and I don't think Kirk Cousins wants to be here long term. How about that? And if if the if, and if you didn't want him here long term, he should have been traded. gone draft day. Should have traded. And if if and, and on the other side, Kirk knew he didn't want to be here. He should have been you know to be a, he should have been a jackass about it and say I want out. Yep. And either way, should have been gone draft night or over that weekend. Both sides, if they were honest about it. We could have been dealt with this situation, and he could have been on his way. Do you think a couple months that, ago? Do you think that even if the 49ers and Kyle had wanted to trade for him, that they wouldn't do it because it's Kyle, it's Shanahan? I don't put anything past anybody. No, I, I would hope not. But I once again, I know how much of an egomaniac Bruce yeah. and Dan right. are, and how petty mm-hmm. they can be. So I would love to say, no, of course not. They would never let that come in front anybody of else doing good say, business. Anybody else, I would agree with that, yeah. Yeah, I would, I would never say, oh, you know, they wouldn't do that because the, the, you wouldn't let that get in, get in front of your business. Right. But these are, have proved to be very, very petty men. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't, like you said, put nothing past them. Nothing past the pettiness. They, they seem to have cornered the market on that in this area. Whew. Well, uh, good good summary of the uh, Redskins there and where we sit tonight with uh, Kirk Cousins. It's that the DMV Sports Roundtable. <laughs> Find it on iTunes, the Podcast One app, podcastone.com. You can also go to WTOP.com, search Podcast DC. Follow us on Twitter at DMV Sports Round One. We'll talk to you next week.